to best film for oh wow i beefed that <laughs> what an intro Woo! can you tell i don't do this welcome to best film friends it's a podcast where we talk about movies and pretty much nothing else <laughs> uh i'm olivia i'll be leading today's discussion of when harry met sally Classic film from 1989. I'm joined by Sebastian. Hello. And let's jump right in. What do you think of it? Had you seen this before? I had not seen this before. I've always heard it was a great movie. A classic romantic movie. Classic romantic comedy. Mm-hmm. Never seen it. I am glad that I watched it because I think this movie is amazing. Super happy. I was always very apprehensive about watching it because it was always heralded as such a good rom-com. And generally, I'm not a big rom-com person. (laughs) I am. I think that they can be really dumb. And there's always like, you know, the bad aspects of them where like sometimes they'll just treat each other like shit. (laughs) (coughs) And it's treated like wooing each other. So I don't really like that. Mm -hmm. But this movie, I loved it. I loved the the script. The script, yeah. The dialogue, the improvisation. Wow. Um, Big fan of that. And I thought the casting was very good, except for the first part, when they're meant to be playing... 18-year-old versions of themselves, 20-year-old versions of themselves. I hate 20-year... I wrote 20-year-old Billy Crystal. (laughs) I hate when movies do that. I hate that people think giving shitty haircuts means young. They didn't even give him a haircut. They just brushed some bangs over his forehead. Yeah. (laughs) Some bangs over his receding hairline. (laughs) He looks young. That's fine. He looks young enough to play a a (laughs) forty-year-old. Looks young enough to play a twenty-year-old. Um, I thought both the leads were very charming. What do you think about the central thesis of the movie? Which is men and women can be friends, Mm -hmm. right? Uh. Me and your mom spoke about this, like, what was it, like, two months ago, right? I guess. Because we were talking, when we uh, first saw this movie, we were talking about this with your mom, and I... And <laughs> I don't remember. You remember this? No? Uh, yeah, it happened, like, two months ago, Um, and I said that the more I grew up, the more I feel that it's wrong, that it's mm-hmm. a wrong premise. But at this point in my life, I still believe it to be true. And I believe it to be true since always. I feel like one person always develops feelings over the other. Um, Or sometimes, you know, like one person has feelings at the beginning, but the other one doesn't. So you just settle. But those feelings like Mm -hmm. never really go away. So Mm -hmm. like. Can you be friends? Like, yeah, but can you be true friends that don't want anything romantically, sexually, just platonically? Like, I don't know. Mm, yeah. Interesting. 
What do you think? I've never thought that this was true. When I was in high school, I had a friend who I distinctly remember. I think we were driving home from the beach and it was just her and me. And she was like, oh, I have a friend who swears that she does not think that men and women can be friends. Like they always will. One of them will always want to have sex with the other one. And I was like, that's craziness. I never knew that that was what this movie's about. <laughs> um, but I've never thought that that was the case. Um, I could be wrong, but <laughs> um, I don't know. I think it's a lot of it is informed by your life experience. So, like, yeah. for me, being <laughs> gay. <laughs> what, what are you exactly? <laughs> I couldn't really hear. <clears throat> Let me enunciate. Yes. <clears throat> gay. <laughs> okay, got it, got it. <laughs> I was just trying to give a little, <laughs> a little chuckle. <laughs> um, I didn't feel that way about guys and i don't think any guys felt that way about me mm -hmm. and then trying to reverse it with girls i certainly don't feel that way with girls yeah so i don't know it's kind of weird it's kind of a weird concept i mean just for me like i can't fathom it i guess one, I'm too entrenched in my lifestyle. One exception to the rule, which is, and they mentioned in this movie, is that when both of the per people have uh, partners, mm -hmm. like like if a girl has a boyfriend and the guy has a girlfriend, like they can be friends because they're with someone else, because that part is taken care of. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if, like, I mean the relationship now. I don't know if like single. Like single me, like I don't know if I could. I've never, I've never had that actually in my life. All the friends that I've had are either because I wanted to make them my girlfriend or they wanted to, you know. Mm -hmm. So I've never been in that position. Mm. Yeah, I don't think so ever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, ever. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Just curious. I like the so, I like the way you live, though. <laughs> Seems more fulfilling than what I have. <laughs> Do you mean obliviously and naively? <laughs> yeah, ignorance is bliss. Basically, my life motto. Um. Well, you you mentioned the script, right? Yes, I did. Yeah. Well, it was written by Nora Ephron, which I think is a huge advantage over other romantic comedies that don't have this type of... First of all, it was written by a woman. First of all. First of all. Written by a woman. Written by a woman. And then second, a really talented writer, regardless of the sex, just an mm. incredible writer. One of the best, you know. What else has she written? Sleep <laughs> Sleepless in Seattle. That one I haven't seen. Or I started watching it and I fell asleep. It's good. Um, <laughs> this is a theme with my. Then she did. You got watching. mail, which is haven't just, seen that. Which is just delightful. <laughs> That's when the internet was new. 
and mm-hmm. uh, getting mail was seen as romantic instead of <laughs> instead of the Tom the, Hanks was the lover boy of America. Yeah, he's America's sweetheart. Still, you know why? You know how I know? They could have cast anybody as Mister Rogers, but they casted him. Because what does that have to do with being America's sweetheart? Because he's that has Ameri- a different connotation than Mister Rogers. <laughs> Well, Mr. Rogers is a sweetheart in America. He's like a charming man, but sweetheart is like, oh, swoon. No, I like I didn't mean it like I said. This is like it's a common expression that Tom Hanks is American sweetheart. I, I just want you to explain it for me. Oh, um, he's <laughs> he's not an American sweetheart in a sexy way. He's America's. Sweetheart. He's also not in America's sweethearts. <laughs> He's also not in that movie <laughs> as well as you mentioned. He just he just a sweetheart and he's the sweetest person in America. Love to meet him someday. Me too. As it seems like you have. Papa Hanks. <laughs> Papa Hanks. Uh he did Bewitched, which is not that great of a movie, but uh I still love it. Will Farrell and Nicole Kidman. I haven't seen that one. I've seen the old Bewitched, the T V yeah. show. Mm-hmm. I've seen it too. I haven't seen a lot of it, but Bewitched the movie is pretty good. Is well, it actually is terrible. But <laughs> if you like Will Ferrell and you like Nicole Kidman and you're a romantic it's comedy, such an odd pairing. Yeah, it's an extremely odd pairing. Well, is the Billy Crystal Meg Ryan pairing in the 2000s basically? Mm, yeah. Yeah, it's a comedian and a knockout. You know, basically that. And then uh, Julie and Julia was her last movie. Mm. And I love that movie. Um, Meryl Streep in that movie. Oh. You haven't seen it? Excuse me? Do you mean Amy Adams in that movie? Amy Adams is good. But Meryl Streep? Come on. Just good. Well, it's because when you put Meryl Streep against anybody, and he's Meryl Streep in one of her finest roles. Amy Adams is basically the next Meryl Streep. I agree. I concur. If we go by ability, <coughs> Oscar nominations. Yeah. Amy's well on her way. Amy and Hathaway can take that mantle too. Mm. But yeah, Amy Adams. Yeah, Amy. Emma Stone, maybe? Emma Stone is really. Mm. I see. I take Amy Adams much more seriously than I take Emma Stone. I think Amy Adams has a certain air about her, a gravitas, a prestigious air mm-hmm, that Meryl Streep also has. Yeah. They just have a certain respectability. You're right. Emma Stone. When I when she's I too quirky. <laughs> When I saw Manchester Prep, I was just like, look, <laughs> look, look at young Meryl Streep over there. <laughs> I mean, that was Amy's Ricky in the Flash. Yeah. <laughs> All I'm saying is first movie of Emma Stone is super bad. First movie of Amy Adams, I think it's Manchester Prep. I don't think it is. Comparable. No. Yeah. Is it? No. Don't put Superbad with Manchester Prep. 
Anyways, when Harry meets Hallie. Let's get on track. <laughs> it must happen once in every episode. <laughs> Long tangent. Yeah. Let's call it off topic because we do it every <laughs> off topic. Ep- because we do it every episode. Uh, we won't give you a heads up, but we will close the We segment. will close it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So New Year's. New Year's Eve. There's a New Year's Eve theme uh month. New Year's Eve. We have two actually. It was uh it was so good they had to oh, have two in of this them. Movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh I will say for the second one, mm-hmm. I was a little bit unsure. It was my my big moment of uncertainty for the film, besides when they're talking about whether men and women can be friends. Billy Crystal running through the streets of New York. Ari's like, I've never been to New York, but I know it's a big city. I don't know if he can make it in time. Yeah. However... I was informed that according to the locations of where the characters were, mm-hmm. it only would have taken him six minutes to run the distance if he was a good runner, like I guess he is in the film. He's in excellent shape. and <laughs> He does, and he runs in the film. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. shown to be a runner. Yeah. So and, I... you, and you can tell he has excellent form. By the way that he runs. <laughs> is it comparable to any famous runners? <laughs> this is a very iconic run. I would say the Crystal Run is different from the Cruises Run. Mm-hmm. I would say both are comparable and they serve different purpose cinematically. <laughs> <laughs> Fair but, enough. I'll take that. On my notes, I, t- <laughs> I wrote Tom Cruise Run. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> Yeah, so finding out that it would only take six minutes to run that way, I was like, okay, that's acceptable. This is a believable story. <laughs> oh, if yeah. It, they they wait. did a very good job building up the tension of, is he going to make it in time? Is he going to make it? Dude, this, this scene is, uh, he's very, well, I guess he was under pressure, though, because he's like, taxi. <laughs> but it's just six minutes. But I guess he wanted to make it in three, you know, or two. Well, six minutes running. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So. He was running against the clock and maybe that's why he wanted to take a taxi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Because I. I, how, I, how far would you walk? For the woman that I love? On New Year's Eve. I would answer that question with a little song called, and I would walk a thousand miles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, walked right into that one. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. <clears throat> okay, so the New Year's Eve scene uh is the ending. Big climax. Um what did you think of the speech that he gives at the end? It's been a little while, so okay. I don't remember it. But okay. I do, I know that it's good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I didn't, wait. It's the things that he loves about her, right? Yeah, so he's saying how he loves the little freckles that she gets when mm-hmm. when she thinks I'm insane. When you think I'm insane, he says. Um, 
She he says, I love that it takes you thirty minutes to pick a sandwich, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh menu items are very important in this movie. <laughs> yes, they are. Um but yeah, I wrote how he starts. And he starts with I've been doing a lot of thinking and the thing is I love you. <laughs> Straightforward, to the point. Oh that's a man I can get behind. <laughs> And uh, the girl's like, that's that's not enough. What do you want? And then he goes into that big speech. Mm-hmm. I love this. And I love that you're the last person I want to talk to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and one thing that I do that I that I was like, oh, Harry. <laughs> Harry. Oh, Harry. Harry, yes. I know you're not asking me, <laughs> but yes. Is <laughs> is he says, he says, um, when you know when you know when you know the person that you want to be with you want your you want the rest of your life to start as soon as possible mm. yeah mm-hmm. and i was like yes harry i will marry you <laughs> i know you're not asking me but i will <laughs> it's a good speech yeah one of the better ones for sure what for sure what did you think of, of of the previous New Year's Eve scene? Chocolate memory. <laughs> <laughs> well, basically, uh, they've been friends for a while, and this was like the first moment that the the friendship, their closeness, is getting kind of like romantic and sexual, mm-hmm. you know. So they stare at each other, and they know they have feelings for each other. But Billy Crystal goes, do you want to take some air? Because he's afraid. Oh, yep. He's afraid of like the change that's going to come, you know? So he just yes. says, do you want to get some air? And then they get some air and the the moment was gone. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing that. And I, when it was New Year's, I was like, wait, it can't be this soon. Yeah. And it wasn't. I, I, thought, I <gasps> thought that too. The tension. They do foreshadow it because Billy Crystal says, "If you're single and I'm single in the next New Year's, let's mm. go, let's go out." Mm-hmm. Yeah, so foreshadowing. Favorite scenes. Okay, okay, okay. I absolutely loved the phone call scenes. Oh, Every time good. they would split the screen, yeah, the little callbacks to Pillow Talk. Have you seen this film? I have not seen the film. No. It's from the 50s. It's Rock Hudson and Doris Day. And it's just like, it's an old rom-com. Like, she's an interior designer. He wants to remodel his apartment. And they fall in love. But the whole time, it's like through the phone. And so that's kind of, you know, it's just homage to the mm-hmm. split screen from that movie. But... <sighs> I just love that device in movie. Split screen can be done so well. Mm-hmm. Just think about Mean Girls. Split screen oh, on the yeah. telephone. Yeah. <sighs> and they and they split it four ways at some point in Mean Girls, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And they do that in this movie too. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because of, of the two friends. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, I. That was probably one of my favorite parts is the way that they split the screen on the phone. I wrote uh, Casablanca in question marks. 
not question marks, exclamation marks. So more like Casablanca. (laughs) 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 I love that movie and I love that they were watching it. And I wrote Casablanca on purpose because I love when movies watch old Old movies. movies. I love it. It's one of my favorite things. Mm -hmm. The first time I saw Casablanca, I fell asleep and I didn't see the end. The like iconic line that they say yeah. the last five minutes i think we're, we're i think we're gonna be pretty good friends or something like that it's really start good friends. Of a beautiful friendship it's a start of a beautiful friendship yeah um yeah i was in a film class i fell asleep i was like cool i missed out on apparently one of the best movies ever <laughs> it's a really good movie <laughs> um very modern movie too yeah so i know the cultural references play it again sam <laughs> but um you know i know how to i know what humphrey bogart looks like <laughs> i got it um you know it's just it's a it's a nice illusion yeah allusion to um yeah. romance <laughs> i i like the way that this movie set up the characters it's ridiculous that they're twenty year olds in college, and they look they look Billy Crystal has a five o'clock shadow and <laughs> <laughs> looks like he has a few kids of his own and <laughs> he looks seasoned if if he was a steak, he wouldn't be medium rare like he would be pretty much overdone. Mo- <laughs> he would be overdone <laughs> but but anyways, if you move aside from that and you listen to the dialogue. I think they do a pretty good way of setting up the characters. One that Billy Crystal's a cynic and uh, Mary Ryan is not, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, I did have a few questions about the dialogue, about how how deep Billy Crystal character is, or mm-hmm. how big, uh, how deep Harry is, because they they even say like, "Do you know how deep I am? I spend hours, <laughs> days thinking about death," and I'm like, "This guy sounds like a." Pretentious. Like, like a pretentious poet. There's a <laughs> there's a classic little monologue from a TV show I watch called Riverdale. <laughs> classic monologue. <laughs> and there's this character Jughead Jones, who's like an emo boy, and we all know the character. He yeah. wears his goofy little beanie. Is he the second Cody kid? Yes. Yeah. Okay. He there's there's this. A scene where he says uh, something along the lines of, I'm weird. I'm weird, okay? I'm a weirdo. Have you ever seen me without this hat on? No. It's weird. I don't want to be normal because I'm weird. And when Harry gave that little comment about thinking about death for days, I was like, I understand you. (laughs) I, You're weird. <laughs> the only reason, because it was it was very cringy dialogue, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But the only reason I forgave it is because it kind of does make sense. They're graduating college, mm-hmm. you know, like they're young. Mm-hmm. They're they would be kind of having this type of conversations, mm-hmm. so it makes sense. That's why that's the only reason I forgave it. But I also feel like saying that is also a very college thing to do yeah like i don't 
I mean, being in college, I don't want to invalidate everyone I know, but I feel like a lot of us tend towards hyperbole. (laughs) So Uh saying that I spend days thinking about death, like, okay, we get it. You're an edgelord. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Okay, I know who this character is. Like, it's... Regardless of whether it's true or not, I think it fits for the character. Because he does say some dumb things. But it Very dumb it things. works for him. It makes him realistic. Yeah. That's the only reason I forgave mm-hmm. it. Because, yeah. Because I... sometimes dialogue can be cringy, but it depends on whether it works for the character. Mm-hmm. And I felt like mm-hmm. it did work. Mm-hmm. Because if he was saying that in his 40s, which is worth late 30s early 30s where the movie ended mm-hmm. totally different story <laughs> but no it is like it's supposedly it's, it's a what 22 year old 20 21 year old <laughs> saying this thing so it makes sense it makes sense mm-hmm. that but that was the only line where i go like oh what am i getting myself into <laughs> yeah exactly <sighs> yeah and even i was a little bit apprehensive about Meg Ryan's character because... She's like a goody two-shoes. The goody two-shoes, the kind of neurotic, overthinking, like, need to be perfect, you know. I was like, how many women have we seen like this? But, again, I think they humanized her in a way that Mm -hmm. worked. I feel like they did for both characters. Mm-hmm. One of them is the yes. Cindy, one of the Goody Tissues. What would happen if we put them together? Mm-hmm. But it's also not like one-dimensional Cynic and one-dimensional exactly, Goody huh? Tissues. So that's what makes it work. I feel is that it's good yeah. writing. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this movie could have been horrible with the premise alone. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it could have been great like how it is right now. But that premise doesn't necessarily bring a lot of action. Or a lot of, I don't know, like, entertainment, if it's not written well. Right. But, thank God he was. <laughs> One of my favorite quotes is, uh, I never take a person to the airport. Because I don't want anyone to ask me, how come you never take me to the airport anymore? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good, I like that as well. Oh, the little uh, idea of the airport symbolizing a relationship, yeah. which is so funny. It's almost meta because airports are such a relationship thing in movies. I know. And we talk about it all the time. I do. But yeah, a nice little meta, intentional or not. I, I like I like the, um, we we go dancing. I do the white man's overbite, and I was like, "What is a white man's overbite?" And then really, Crystal does it, and I'm like, "Holy shit! I've seen that before so many times, and I had no idea what to call it." <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Billy Crystal. Thank you, Billy. <laughs> uh, do you mind if I ask you about the real star of the film? Go ahead, please. How'd you feel about Carrie Fisher? I liked her character. I didn't like her. Her basically her big. Um, I don't know how to say it, but basically she had a sign that I'm here to get married, and that is my only purpose. Oh, 
yeah, her character is a lot more one-dimensional than yeah. Harry and Sally. <laughs> yes. Um, but I feel that when she gets into the relationship with the person, Jess. yeah, with Bela Crystal's, uh, when Harry with Harry's friend, mm-hmm. I feel like she and him become way more interesting. Yes. Because they were quirky separate and now they're quirky together. And well, but also they start to act as foils for Harry and Sally. Yeah. Before when they were single, they mm-hmm. were trying to be, not trying to be individuals, but I don't know how to say it or phrase what I'm thinking. But like once they are in the relationship, it's like looking at the ways that they work together and that Harry and Sally also work together, but they're not in the relationship that they should be. Yeah. So, yeah, I think the dynamic of the two couples is very interesting mm-hmm. and works really well. Yeah, I feel like when and Carrie... And they needed to be in the relationship yeah. to... I feel like when, when Carrie Fisher is just uh, Sally's friend, like, she's cool and she's interesting... Kind of. Kind of. It's mostly, oh my god, that's Princess Leia. It's mostly, that's he's Carrie never going to leave his wife. That's yeah. the line that she says, what, yeah. 15 times? Mm-hmm. He's never going to leave his wife. I and know. like that's her whole character is like pine- yeah. pining after some Dude. man that yeah. isn't fulfilling her. But she feels attached to him anyway because it's like a constant. Mm-hmm. And she's afraid of not having that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so so early on, I like Carrie Fisher because I just I like her in anything. She's Princess Leia. Like, come on. Um, she's Carrie Fisher. I know, but she's she, she is Princess Leia. But you just said she's good in everything. Yeah, <laughs> that's the Carrie Fisher touch. Exactly, and uh, so I like her because of that, and that carried her. Up until the moment where she became, I feel like a person finally, <laughs> you know. And the same thing goes to the friend. The friend is just a stereotypical best friend. The Very be- true. Yeah, he's just the friend that Harry uh, tells. Yeah, bends to. That's just his role. But when mm-hmm. they get into this relationship, you finally start seeing like dimension to them yeah, you know exactly and they're having they're, they're starting to have conversations of their own as well it's mm-hmm. not it's not just about sally uh sally and harry now it's about mm-hmm. like they become characters interacting with the world yeah yeah and i think that's mm-hmm. so my question is what i think about her i think that when she gets into the relationship she finally becomes a character and it's super interesting and it's super well done I love her no matter what. <laughs> Every time she was on screen, I was like, oh, Carrie, I miss you. <laughs> oh, I well, do. One thing that I laughed at was, uh, let me sit you up with somebody. And Sally's like, okay, with who? And she brings out like a whole. Like, <laughs> the code. <laughs> <laughs> and even yeah, like, I don't know what it's called, but it's the thing. It's, yeah. yeah. I'm going to say it's a rotoplex. Cause if, uh-huh, I it's guess, a, something I, like that. Yeah, because I feel like that's the correct word, but I Googled it and nothing came out. So don't It does start with Rolodex. Rolodex, yeah. Yep. Yeah, and she yep. comes out with a whole Rolodex. I was like, girl, when did you even have that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, she has such good timing. Um, Thinking with her, 
I like when she's like, restaurants are becoming too important. They are they are to people in the 80s what theater was to people in the 60s. <laughs> and I like that because I'm, I'm, I'm really, well, I'm not really fat, but I'm fat. And it's because I like going <laughs> to restaurants. And I know that the restaurant and the chef revolution happened in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And I like that they reference it. <laughs> Like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Like our Anthony Verdane, the teacher of Gordon Ramsay, which I don't remember his name. I think his last name is White. He's French, a French uh chef. Like they all started having this like rock star personas in the eighties. Hmm. So that was the time to be a chef. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Good to know. Do you have anything else? You want to talk about before we move on to a little a little game? Well, let's talk about the complicated orders. So, like the way that Sally like orders things, you know. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's pretty important in the film. And let's talk about the way that Rob Reiner uh, organizes this movie, which is with what looks like real interviews at the beginning, mm. middle, and then ends. They are real stories not real actors they're actors telling real stories (laughs) not real actors (laughs) yeah okay so you want to talk about that first i thought it was cute that they had like all these different couples they're all old right yeah they're all um except harry and sally at the end harry and sally yeah i thought it was cute like almost tacky or like almost kind of hokey but again i'm not a big rom-com person anyway so it felt like it fit in with it um but i you know it's sweet each different couple oh oh that my favorite couple was the one where uh the guy goes i was born in 18th street Mm-hmm. And then the girl is like mm-hmm. cutting him off. Well, not cutting him off, but like complimenting his story. Mm-hmm. And I used to work on the 15th floor and I work on the 16th mm-hmm. floor. That was my favorite part. So did you know that Harry and Sally, their little story was completely improvised? The two what actors. Story? So when they talk at the end. Ah, okay. That whole dialogue, they both improvised it. So it wasn't in the script that they got married three months later? They just improvised it? Originally, they did not end up together in the first draft of the movie. No, I did not Harry know Harry and Sally did not end up together. That's a shitty-ass movie. <laughs> and so they changed it. Uh, Nora Ephron and Rob Reiner changed it because they didn't want to go with a realistic ending. <laughs> They're like, let's give it a happy one for Hollywood. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, So they probably had a prompt uh-huh but then they roll with but it but they yeah just went for it nice i did not I know respect <laughs> <laughs> i love improv in movies it's like as a writer i love writing but also improv i respect that uh, off topic because i can't <laughs> <laughs> off topic one of the best improv one of the best lines that were improvised was in uh, Parks and Rec. 
when andy goes right. when andy goes leslie i typed in your symptoms into into the computer and it says you have network connectivity <laughs> problems <laughs> that line is so good even the writers were like fuck you <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah you're right probably the best thing chris pratt has ever done is that line yeah (laughs) anything else you want to mention before well was there anything you wanted to say about her orders other than she's a complicated orderer at restaurants she's a complete mess do you know any people like that because I don't know how they will get served at a restaurant (laughs) yeah that would be hard I honestly tuned out most of the time because she was speaking so fast and saying so many things. I was like, I know I'm not going to catch all that. <laughs> so I was like, okay, once she stops talking, I know the order's over. <laughs> one, one, <laughs> one thing where I was like, wow, the 80s was r- really different from what we're living right now was when <laughs> she was in the airplane and she's like, here's what I want three quarters of real tomato juice (laughs) and i was like so i guess apparently in the 80s they just had fresh tomatoes at the airplane and they couldn't make (laughs) fresh tomato juice at your command (laughs) i don't know how where are you gonna get fresh tomato juice period (laughs) i only know tomato juice that comes out of a can me too me too Anyways, anything else? One flaw in their writing. (laughs) Well, let me give you a couple quick picks. Okay. I'm excited. Here's my first question for you. Okay. Meg Ryan or Carrie Fisher? We'll have different responses to this one, I think. Oh. Shit. Is it Meg Ryan, the actress, or is the character? So Sally and mm, and Sally's friend my or? question's about the actors <laughs> oh so it's about the actors ah Carrie Fisher mm. if it's about the characters I would pick Sally because she's just a more rounded character mm-hmm. but actors Princess Leia man come on oh yeah okay same answer after all would you rather that your partner be a very picky eater or Deadly cynical. Deadly cynical. I feel like you already deal with the picky eater. (laughs) Shout out to my girlfriend who's vegan. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I would rather the cynical part because um, that means that I can uh, go to anywhere. And we can eat whatever and should just be cynical about it, you know? But mm. at least at least we can go to, uh, I don't know, Vietnam. I think they have the fresh blood soup there, I think. I don't want to be offensive <laughs> if they don't have it there. But in, in some place, they have <laughs> fresh blood soup. And I want to try it. In some other places, they eat bats. And I want to try that, you know? And But bats are so cute. I know. But I want to see how cute they are. In your stomach. In my, in my stomach. In your mouth. <laughs> in my mouth. 
Um, and then she can just be cynical about how deforestation is happening. And I uh, would say the opposite. I'd rather have a picky eater than someone who makes me depressed. <laughs> the, but the thing is, Olivia, I'll be super happy because I'm eating everything. <laughs> You're eating a bat. Yes. A fruit bat. I'm eating mango, basically. 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 Would you rather fall for your best friend's boyfriend, significant other, the way that Sally does? Because she rides with Billy Crystal as her best friend's oh, boyfriend got at the it, beginning. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah, even it though they don't stay friends. Yeah. Or. Was it worth a sacrifice? <laughs> would you rather go on a double date? But the person you're on the date with gets along better with someone in the other couple mm-hmm. than they do with you. <laughs> now, okay, now let me ask you this for that. Is there someone that I also have a get better along with? Like how exactly how it happened? Or am mm-hmm. I third wheeling it in this? <laughs> it's, I mean, it would be the scenario of the movie. Okay. But... It's the oblivious scenario where you don't realize that you're into each other. Okay. <laughs> um, my best friend's boyfriend or the oblivious. Oh, this is a hard one. Because one is more, one is more morality wise. One is more moral than the other one. <laughs> but also. I don't want to be oblivious to anything, you know? Mm-hmm. Shit. Hmm. I'm going to say... I guess it's, on one hand, it's falling for someone who you can't have. On the other hand, mm. it's like one night of rejection. <laughs> I'll take the one night, <laughs> if you put it like that. I'll take one night. I'll take a Tuesday. (laughs) Instead of a lifetime. I'll gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. (laughs) For a failed double date today. Would you rather take 12 years to get together? Okay. Or get married after six months? As Carrie Fisher and the Uh other best friend do. Oh man, this is a tough one too. I would say, I would say six months. Yeah, once you go all in, you go all in. Fair enough. I would probably go the twelve years route. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just. I don't know why, but I don't know. You definitely get to know a person in 12 years. <laughs> Saw that in this movie. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Finally. Finally. Would you rather have a chef salad with oil and vinegar on the side or apple pie a la mode? <laughs> but with just whipped cream. And only if they have the real stuff. (laughs) So, I hate salads. 
this was a gimme. So I'm gonna for pick. sure. I'm gonna, but it's not that much of a gimme because I don't like apple pie. Ooh. So which one do I dislike Ooh. more? Which one do I like? Which one do I dislike more? Um, I'm gonna pick the apple pie. I'm still gonna pick the apple pie. Figures. <laughs> One look at me, and you're like, I know your answer, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for that lovely quick pick. That was Mm -hmm. awesome. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, Should I forget? Are we going to do what to watch next or short story first? What to watch next? Yeah, let's do what to watch next. So, my other favorite kind of rom-com that I've seen recently, um, within the last, like, six months, was Set It Up, Netflix original. Ah, uh, yeah. That's a good rom-com. That's a classic 90s it's a rom-com. classic rom-com structure. <laughs> um, it does fall into the tropes that I usually don't like. Where they're mean to each other, and then they fall in love. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, when I watched this movie, it made me think about how much I liked Set It Up when I watched it. So I was like, okay, I could revisit that one. Not necessarily a movie that I would recommend to follow this, but if you like the idea of... Harry and Sally falling in love over 12 years. I would also say Moonlight's a good one for (laughs) taking a long time to fall in love. (laughs) You just made the type of connection that your trivia made where the brother of a cousin of a family member was in the movie. I said, I don't necessarily recommend it. The themes are very different, but... I I do like this yeah uh pattern of taking a long time to get together. Mm. There's something very romantic about it to me. Yeah. So Moonlight Moonlight is romantic. It's very romantic. Yeah. Um is there anything that you had that you would Um Annie Hall which came before? Mm. I know you don't like Woody I've Allen. I've seen it. I know you don't like Woody <laughs> Allen, but uh, Annie Hall <laughs> Um, I would say about last night, which a twenty fourteen Regina, no, not Regina Hall, Kevin Hart. I know Kevin Hart is in it, and mm-hmm. then three other actors, which are pretty popular. Mm-hmm. Um, it is directed by Steven Pink, last name Pink. Pretty sure wow. about that. You're really pulling all of this out of your brain. I'm so impressed. I mean. We all have those movies. <laughs> and uh, they're in L.A. They make L.A. look gorgeous. They make L.A. Awesome. look like New York. <laughs> and it has that structure where they're starting to date or, yeah, they're starting to date and they bent to their best friends. So the girl bent to the best friend. and mm-hmm. So it has that kind of structure. It is a romantic comedy um, since we're from the West Coast, Best Coast. Uh, LA looks LA looks gorgeous. I've never seen LA like that in a movie. Hmm. Yeah. So about last night, I believe, and uh, 
If you're looking for a rom-com, you know? Uh, how do you look like I in 10 days? Also have not seen. It's, uh, it's, the, it's the Matthew McConaughey and the... I'm aware. Yeah, it's good. There's a reason I haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah, the, the characters there are super mean to each other. Yeah. Like, they're actually, crazy. Oh, that one I watched, uh... What is it called? The After Hours? Cracked After Hours? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're super like to the is to like a, a <laughs> to like a crazy point. <laughs> like with a different kind of soundtrack, like this could be mystery. Like <laughs> <laughs> murder mystery. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, how about a little short story? Okay. Bring it so, on. I'm kind of waffling between Let's do this. Okay. What was your first kiss? At the movies? Any first kiss. Oh, any first. Okay, so my first kiss ever was... I was eight or seven. Yeah, I was eight. She was ten. Or maybe nine and eleven. I was at my grandpa's house. And uh, she was the daughter of... we, We had... We had like a lady who helped us. Um, well, my grandpa had a lady who helped him uh, clean the house and do the dishes. So it was the daughter of her, and uh, yeah, we just we went for it. Um, I saw her like three times after that, and then I never saw her again. I don't remember her name or anything like that. But uh, yeah, that was my <laughs> that was my first kiss. You can edit that out. I just forgot that that was supposed to be a story about movies. <laughs> that's why. That's why I asked you. Yeah, that's. I won't edit it. I won't edit it out. But that's why I asked you, like at the movies. Or <laughs> no, we should re-edit because it should be about movies. Okay. So first kiss at the movies. First kiss at the movies. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I was in eighth grade, and uh, I had a date. And I kind of knew the purpose of the date, but I was also very nervous. And um, yeah, we just went for it. <laughs> she was a friend of mine. And we stayed friends afterwards. We never really dated, but we stayed friends afterwards. Mm-hmm. And um, we didn't know how to kiss. <laughs> <laughs> At least I didn't know. Um, so I didn't really do a, uh, a an incredible job on it. <laughs> um but yeah, that was my first kiss at the movies. Okay, okay. Hold yeah. on. I was I was in eighth grade, so I was thir- 12, 13, around there. Mm-hmm. Hmm, okay. What about you? Me. My first one was two months ago. Two months ago, okay. It was at a local theater. Mm-hmm. and it's an indie theater so yeah. they only have one yeah theater in the building yeah um and we were seeing anna and the apocalypse i have no idea what that is super indie it's a scottish film okay set at christmas time in high school and zombies break out this is also a musical it's oh, you told me a about great this movie. Film. 
it's a spiritual sequel to Shaun of the Dead. Mm-hmm. It sounds kind of like it, yeah. Um, not beat for beat, but it does pay tribute, so to speak. Um, it wasn't like a crazy kiss, mm-hmm. but it's a sweet one. Um, I think yeah. those are better. Those are better. I yeah. I <laughs> early on, those are better. <laughs> When you know what you're doing, yeah. <laughs> or when you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, especially in the dark. You can lose track. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for that question. Mm-hmm. Now let me give you a little a little curveball. Okay. Let's see if you can guess this film. I'm not yeah, I'm not gonna guess it. <laughs> We have very different taste. <laughs> this is a film I have not seen. Okay. Do you think I have seen it? I don't know. Okay. I don't... Probably not. Probably not. Okay. Do you think I have heard of it? Perhaps. Okay. So, this is a film from 1993. Directed by Goose Van Sant. Okay. Also the author of... My own private, our own private Idaho, my own private Idaho, mm-hmm. uh, and among other films. Yeah. This let me let me give you a little synopsis. The main character <coughs> is born with enormous thumbs that help her hitchhike through the U.S. from a young age. I have no idea what it is. <laughs> she becomes a model. Okay. And gets sent to California to shoot a commercial where she befriends a character named Bonanza Jellybean. And they live on a beauty ranch. And um, basically they just live on this ranch. Um, would you like to know who stars in it? Please. Uma Thurman. Oh, God. <laughs> And I'll give you the tagline also. There have been many great drivers, but only one great passenger. <laughs> I feel like this is has to be called the passenger then. <laughs> and also, I I knew that Uma Thurman did a movie with Gosban Saint. Gosban Saint? Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was <laughs> this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready for the title? Okay, give me give me one more chance. It's not the passenger. Maybe it is the the passing wrench. Maybe a little more complicated than that. Okay. Even cowgirls get the blues. <laughs> <laughs> I have never seen or heard of this movie. <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny that. <laughs> Let me show you the poster. It's okay. a wild one. <laughs> I have never. Yikes. I didn't, I didn't even know people could do that pose. <laughs> In posters. Uh, yep. <laughs> okay, cool. Featuring the music of Katie Lang. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> You, when you said you were going to throw me a curveball, you were not lying. You're correct. 
What is it called? Even Cowgirls Dream of the Blues? What's it called? Even Cowgirls Get the Blues. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Thank you for that movie. You're very welcome. (laughs) Do you have any closing thoughts or you want to send us off? No, I have no closing thoughts. Um, This was Best Film Friends. Thank you all so much for listening. If you're... No, wait. What did we say? What did we say? No, you don't want to say that, huh? See you at the movies? Maybe. <laughs> we do the same thing every episode. Yeah. Should we say it? <laughs> no. I don't want to say it. Yeah, but it's good. <laughs> no, I don't want to say it. Okay, well, <laughs> for next week, we'll have our shit figure out. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> uh, Maybe that should be our tagline. <laughs> next week, we'll have our, <laughs> our shit, shit figured out. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much for listening next week we're keeping up with the new year's theme hope you can join us next week we'll have our shit figured out (laughs) bye 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 bye